This presentation is from UX Australia 2018, held in Melbourne. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Thanks very much, Kaylee. So I'm Puravi Desai, and I work for a company called Brand Matters. And first of all, I want to thank UX Australia for doing this, giving us this opportunity for stage. So um, at Brand Matters, I work with organisations in helping them design their brand experiences. But in another part of my life, I teach Bollywood dancing, and I'm absolutely fascinated by performing arts. And the idea for this talk came about when I was travelling, and I was going through a really busy airport, and I was trying to make a connecting flight, and I had a very short time. And it was an airport that I had never gone to before. All the signages were in language I didn't really understand, and the announcements, you know what airport announcements are like, it's lucky if we can understand them. Um, and I was feeling really tense and frustrated and I wanted to make sure I didn't miss my flight. And as I was kind of feeling all of that and was trying to figure out what I needed to do, a part of me was saying, store this experience up. Remember it. Remember what it feels like. Remember all this anxiety you're feeling so that when you have to do a project on wayfinding or helping people navigate unfamiliar situations, you can draw upon this like an actor. So that made me start, started me thinking, you know, actors say that they go apply techniques like method acting to really get into the skin of the character. And I wanted to explore what are the similarities between method acting and the research that we do. So what is method acting? Lee Strasberg, who's one of the proponents of method acting, said that it is what a good actor does when they make you it's always done when they've acted well. It's essentially about re-experiencing a life of another human being as if it's happening right now and it's true for them. It's making you feel not rationally understand. So that, it's about creating that connection between the character, the actor and the stage. And that got me thinking about empathy because our job in research is to understand and share those experiences of other people. As Oxford Dictionary defines it, empathy is the ability to understand, the share, uh, understand and share the feeling of another. It is, about, it is different to sympathy because it is not just taking an understanding of their experiences, but translating it for others so they can also understand it. It is about moving people, it's about shifting them, it's about causing that shift. And so I started thinking, well, what are the, some of the rules of method acting that I could use to really improve myself and my research experience? So the first rule of method acting is to ask why. And that's about the actor knowing why is this character acting in the way they're acting? they're doing? What makes them have this tone of voice? Why are they walking, talking, doing whatever they're doing in that moment? As researchers, we need to ask why. I was lucky enough to intern at MELT and during my internship, Nova Franklin, who I worked with, she always told me, don't be afraid to ask questions because when we ask questions, when we ask that why, we really understand what's the problem we're trying to solve for. Asking the why helps us design the how. So 
It's about asking respectfully all those questions that make us understand how customers are experiencing the service. And it's about understanding the connection between what's happening to them right now and what are the other people who are delivering those services doing and why they're doing that too. Second rule of method acting is building a backstory. So an actor is never given the full range of what's happened to that character when they're trying to act. They're given the scene. They have to fill in the gaps. They have to fill in what happened to them before that scene happened, what are the experiences that's leading them to act in a certain way, and what are they going to do afterwards. They have to fulfill that story. So I want to ask a question. How many of you have been asked to design a particular interaction in the moment, like just a purchasing experience or a buying experience? Just one touch point. Yeah. And how many of you then looked at what happened before that stage and after that stage to make it meaningful? So that's right, we're building a backstory. We're trying to understand what's happened to the people we're building for. What were they trying to do? What were they trying to explore? What were they trying to achieve in order to design the best outcome for them in the interaction we're looking at? So when we did a project for an art institution, a ticket buying experience, we realized very quickly that the ticket buying experience wasn't that important. It was what that ticket enabled them to do that was important. And to understand that, we had to really understand why do they want to visit that particular organization? What are the experiences that they want to achieve? What do they want to feel when they leave? And in understanding that, we could craft a user buying experience that was not only made it easy for them to purchase the tickets, but actually gave them the information to craft the desired experience that they wanted. Rule number three was connecting personally and truthfully. And it is that ability of the actor to relate to the character, what they're doing, and have a common experience to realize and build on that common experience to understand how do they deliver the differences that that character ex experiences. So in, in my experience, what I found when I can relate to something personally, when I can connect with someone at a personal level, when I can relate to that experience, even if it's different to my own experience, it makes me completely aligned with their goals. It makes me able to tell their stories more confidently. It makes me able to shatter any perceptions I had of a study before I went in. It makes me lay aside my assumptions and really focus on their needs. So I'll give you an example. I was quite privileged to work on a project for National Center of Indigenous Excellence. That's an organization that's based in Sydney. And if many of you are not aware of it, it tries, it's a social enterprise that tries to not just provide services for a greater community, but build a safe space for Indigenous people to come and model excellence in all areas of life. So they were going through some changes and wanted to understand what people wanted from that space. And as I was doing my research, I thought, you know, I should be able to understand this because I know what it feels like to not feel safe, to not feel accepted because of the way I look. I know what that feels like when you come into a community to win that acceptance. So I should be able to understand it. But 
one thing became very clear through my research. As I was exploring this, that no matter how much I consider Australia my home, and I do, I am aware that this is my adopted country. I am aware to an extent that I have to prove that I can be a fruitful citizen of this country. And I'm willing to do that. But imagine if this is your home. Imagine that this is your country, that your culture and your rules lived long before the rules you have to obey. Now imagine fighting for acceptance and being asked not to be treated as a minority. And it was understanding that and how difficult that is that made me realize that how important this space is, that I really need to bring in all the warmth and the resilience and the pride of Indigenous culture. I need to reflect that. I need to make sure that the people we work with understand that and can share that. And it was sharing these stories that helped align all the goals of all the people who worked across this project to create a space that was warm and welcoming and was generous and showed all the community-mindedness of the Indigenous community and made them feel safe and welcome and acceptable. So lastly, while this was a personal exploration on method acting, what I've realised that there are a lot of similarities between what actors do and what we do, because it's our job to create those shifts in organisations by connecting them emotionally. So to do that, I'm planning on listening and asking more why, understanding what's happened before and what's going to happen afterwards, and connecting with that truth on a personal level. And I'd love to hear from you of what you're doing, so please tweet me or email me. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this presentation from UX Australia 2018. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.